0: Welcome to How She Creates. I'm Kaylee. And I'm Lauren. And we're here to take you behind the scenes with all your favorite artists to learn how they create. We'll discuss creativity, tips, tools, inspiration, and life as an artist. We hope these conversations leave you encouraged to make more stuff and share it with the world. Today on How She Creates, we are speaking with Katie Licht and Lauren Katerson about collaging. We are incredibly excited to have them on the show today because they are experts when it comes to cutting stuff up and gluing it down. Or oh my word, I know. Their work
1: is both beautiful and inspiring. And their pages are the perfect inspiration for anyone new to collage, as they're gonna have you reaching for your scissors
0: and glue immediately. So today in the show, we're going to discuss Katie and Lauren's creative journeys, developing your own artistic style, their favorite tools and tips for you to get started with collaging, where they find inspiration and how each page evolves differently. There is a disclaimer for this show that there is some adult language used. So just make sure little ears are tucked in bed or sent away.
1: (laughs) Enjoy the interview i'm really excited to be talking to katie and to lauren hi guys hi (laughs) i'm really really excited to have you two in particular on the show because you've been inspiring me insanely with your instagram posts lately um and i just want to like learn all your secrets so that i can be one as awesome as you (laughs) thank you So to dive in, um, could you please introduce yourself to anyone that hasn't heard of you and maybe you can also speak a bit about your artist story and how you got to where you are right now. Katie, you can go first.
2: Okay, I will go first. Um, I am Katie Lick. I am in my 30s and I live in the suburbs of Chicago in the Midwest of America and I have two little kids. And uh, my artist story. So I'm another one of those people that just been like drawing my whole life, and always interested in art. And in high school, one of my teachers, my art teacher, encouraged me to study graphic design in college. So that was my career path. Um, and kind of from there, I started doing collage on the side um, as a way to get off the computer and really kind of get my hands dirty and do things fun stuff just for me and then it's kind of just grown from there that's awesome
1: i love that it was to get off the computer
2: oh yeah big time i mean it was like 10 12 hours a day of computer work and after that you just want to just make something real yeah make something real Mm,
1: that's so cool how about you lauren Hey, my name is Lauren Katerson.
3: I live in Levittown, Pennsylvania, the east coast of USA. It's like about 30 minutes outside of Philadelphia. Um, I've always been drawing and, and stuff too. And so they, my parents, well, everybody sort of made stuff in my family. So they tossed me in some art classes when I was like in my teens and uh I ended up doing like fine art painting and chalk pastels and stuff. And um, I ended up with this really, really, really good teacher, uh, Ellen Hall. And it was like portrait classes, which actually I only took the class because just to make my mother shut up. Every time she would drop me off, she's like, you should take that class. No, I'm not interested. You should take that class. No, I'm not interested. You should take the class. Fine. I'll take the class. (laughs) Um, But it ended up being... Like, everything I learned that I do now, like, it sort of came from that, even though it's so different, like, color and balance and composition and everything, like, and I was always just gluing paper and stuff at home, and then when I stopped going to the classes, I just, I couldn't do anything painting. It was too much of a switch to go from, like, fine art painting to, like, loose kind of stuff, so paper was just, like... I just enjoyed that. Love that. And I started doing art journaling and then it's just like, took a long time to get into it, but then
1: that's just, I love it. Mm. So do you think that art journaling helped loosen you up a bit? Yeah, definitely. And it was like, yeah, I don't know. It was very different, but. Good different.
2: Yeah. Mm. Katie, you started in collage. Um, You know, yeah, I've been doing collage for a long time. And I think a lot of it, it really does come from my art classes in college. And I took a mixed media class that I really liked. And so that was kind of a way, like that kind of got me started. And then I know this this story is familiar to a lot of people, but I found um, Sabrina Ward Harrison's journal, probably in my like late teens, early 20s. And that was just like mind blowing. It's like, I love this. Like, I want to do this. And, um, I mean, obviously I've developed my own style since then, but yeah, that was like a huge, huge inspiration for me, like on the path that I'm on now.
1: Yeah. I feel like you both have really unique styles. It's actually quite amazing because there are quite a few people doing collage, but your styles stand out so much from everyone else's. They're so unique to to you. Uh, Do you think that that's just because you've done a lot of it and you've come a long way? Yeah,
3: I guess you just sort of naturally develop a style.
2: Yeah, and I kind of feel the same way. Like, you know, maybe five to ten years ago, I was doing stuff that kind of felt more like what I would see online or kind of not Mm -hmm. talking really, but definitely being inspired by a certain style. And, you know, as the years have gone on, you know, you just kind of want to do your own thing and have it, you know, it's sort of developed for me um into my current style versus just trying to kind of be with like a group of other artists doing the same kind of work yeah
1: you guys are so blase about having your own style now but i know for a lot of people it's so important to them and a lot of people who's starting out and it's a big barrier um for people that are just getting started in an art that they want to have their own style immediately um you guys are so cool about it like
3: I don't even notice it. I think you don't notice so much with your own, you know, with your own work. Like, you say that, but I'm like, I do? Really? I don't... Okay, I'll take your word for it. But but I do know, like, at the beginning, like, I kind of tried everything. Like you said, Mm -hmm. copying other people. I mean, not, like, trying to copy it exactly. But I mean, you know, just trying all the different styles and you just notice, like... (laughs) you know, oh, I like where I did this. And you just sort of add up all the different parts of what you like to do. And then it just, I guess it just sort of naturally develops into your own style then, but you don't even notice it. Like, I don't know. I don't think I could pick my pieces out of a lineup or something. So <laughs> oh, Thank cool. you. Yeah.
2: I, think I could pick your stuff out. Really? I mean, like Thank I could you. tell yours, but mine, I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> really? But that's just like a personal thing, maybe. And I was excited to see that we we're on together because, like, we have very different styles, but yeah. like, we really respect what you do, and so it's just mm-hmm. fun to kind of like see where other people's strengths are. Um, you know, it's just yeah, it's it's fun how everyone has their own thing. Yeah, but, I agree that it does. It takes a long time, and in the beginning, when you want to do your own thing, it can be super frustrating. Like, why don't I have my own style? Mm-hmm. But Like anything, it just, you know, it just takes a lot of time and a lot of playing around and hours to put in. Mm.
1: Mm. And I like what you said, Lauren, about um, trying everything, Mm -hmm. you know, because how else are you going to find out what you don't like?
3: Yeah. And I still find, I mean, that was something I learned in art classes and stuff was I always enjoy... um, trying like even still trying other people's styles like katie yours i know it's so different from mine but i love being inspired by i think it keeps you from if you only just follow people who are in your own style and you only just keep doing your own thing you get so you get like too tight in it if you follow people who are very very different than you or try their styles even if it looks terrible just trying it like it loosens you up again so you don't get like too just too knotted
2: Mm, That's so true Yeah and I've been like I've been inspired by following not only Just other collage or paper artists But you know following fine artists You know and looking at a lot of Other different things like interior design Or fashion Mm -hmm. Get ideas from really any kind of
1: Yeah Okay so how would you take Inspiration from Something that's not collage and translate It into your own work
2: uh, that's it's difficult to answer because I don't know. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know if I like would specifically like look at something else and be like, oh, mm-hmm. I want to make a like that. But it's more about just like seeing different patterns and yeah. different kinds of people put together. Um, that I would say is like where the inspiration comes
3: from. Yeah, I think you just sort of like absorb it. It's not necessarily like consciously doing it, but you just—it's all. You just absorb it, and it's just all in there when you start working on your
2: piece. Yeah, for sure.
1: Okay, so it's kind of like filling your well, so that when yeah you, when you get to a page, you've got something to draw out of. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So for those who don't know collage, we've been into the conversation, but what is your definition of collage?
2: Um, for me, it's just any kind of material that you're cutting apart and then facing down in its own arrangement. I mean, I've really, most of what I do now is just paper, vintage paper and my own painted paper, but I've used any number of things. Um, I, I mean, one great thing about collage is that it, it can really be whatever you want. Yeah.
1: What about your definition, Lauren? <laughs> I was like cutting things up and gluing shit down. <laughs> it's just, yeah. Just like,
3: I don't know, just anything. Yeah. Gluing, gluing things on top of other things. Okay.
1: That's quite, that's broad yeah. enough.
2: <laughs> I mean, I think that's why it's such an accessible medium for so many people. Yeah. You don't have to like paint a beautiful picture or you mm-hmm. don't have to have like a great drawing that you made. I mean, that's, that can be something that you have. But, I mean, if you have paper, scissors, and glue, like, there you go. You're halfway there. Yeah.
3: And I liked it. I was like, you know, like I said, after those fine art stuff, I wanted to do something different, but I was too, um, it was too big of a switch to do, like, you know, like I said, like loose kind of painting, it it was just too intimidating. So this is like you already have the pieces there, you just have to mix them up well. So mm-hmm. it was a lot, a lot easier and faster. The cleaning
1: up after paint and all that. I'm just like yeah. this is quicker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no washing um yeah. washes and all it's oh. like too much
2: time. I can't I can't deal with that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, especially for me, like with two kids, I don't have a lot of yeah. kids. Get out a bunch of paint, paint stuff, put it all away, clean it up. I mm-hmm. mean, with the you can sit down. If you have five minutes, you can work on something.
1: Yeah. Mm. Okay. So I get a whole bunch of stuff. I print it down or I glue it down with something onto my page. How do I know when it's finished? Oh.
3: That's hard. I don't know. Um, well, sometimes I have little tricks, like this was stuff I learned in school too, just like looking at it from different angles, like walking away and then looking at it from different angles. Like um, we used to hold stuff up to a mirror so you see it backwards. Or I I usually use my phone to take pictures of it. Mm-hmm. even though it's like the same, you're looking at the same thing, I think it like tricks your brain into seeing it differently or something or flip the page like upside down. Different weird stuff like that that sometimes helps... I don't know, but knowing when it's finished, that's hard. Like,
2: just, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of something that, I mean, is anything ever really finished? I can go through all my old journals and fix things or take things apart or add things. Mm-hmm. Um, but at a certain point, you just kind of, like, get that feeling like it's done, and then you put it away. And, it, you know, it's always there, whether it's finished or not. Um but I do agree. A lot of times I like working on loose pages because I'll make a collage and then you can turn it all around. Like a lot of times if I make something on a loose page, I find out, oh, this looks much better upside down Oh, yeah, the way that I was originally working on it. Mm, that's so true.
1: The thing about collage must be fun because if you do it on a loose sheet, then you can turn your collage into a collage, and then it can just like become this whole thing with, um, oh, like Inception collage ship. Yeah. <laughs> well So with those tips of turning it around and stuff, how do you make your page look balanced? I know Lauren, a lot of the times um, on your Instagram pictures, you say that it doesn't look balanced or you don't know if it's finished yet. Do you have any tips or is it more of a feeling that it's, it feels like it's balanced now?
3: Yeah. It's hard because you've been doing it for so long that like, it's not always even like, like I said, I'm not like conscious of it. It's just like, um, I'm just so used to it now. It's hard to think back to like, okay, how do I actually know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, sometimes just, like I said, flipping it around, that kind of stuff really helps to be able to tell. Cause sometimes it'll, if you put it upside down or take the picture and you'll notice like, okay, wait, that looks like something is missing over here or something. But, um, yeah. I don't, it's really hard to tell. It's just like a feeling. And sometimes too, like sit, it's just like, you just kind of run out of steam. I don't have anything else for that piece. Mm-hmm. I just, you just have to let it go. Even if it feels like it's not done. I mean, you can always go back to it. Although I usually never do. I always say, okay, I can go back to this, but I I don't usually
2: really. Mm-hmm. And I also think that everyone's sense of balance is a little bit different. Yeah. It's different too. I mean, sometimes... Maybe I don't want it to be perfectly balanced. Maybe Mm I want it to have kind of like an off-poker look to it. Yeah. Um, It's really, it's kind of, it comes down to a personal aesthetic about really how how you want the piece to feel, balanced, or maybe... Mm. I like that about the
3: off-balance, because I always Mm -hmm. like having something that's like a little bit messed up or a little bit, just a little bit off like that, because I think it makes it more interesting. If it's almost like too perfect... You just like look past it really quick And not pay attention to it If there's something like a tiny bit off Like I think it catches your attention
2: Mm. Yeah, I find if my stuff has too much symmetry It kind of gets a little bit boring You know, straight up and down Or perfectly symmetrical You know, then what's the fun of that? Yeah,
3: it's nice to look at But you just like go past it so quick It's just like, oh yeah
1: Katie, I feel like your style is very... Um, I don't know if this is the way that you want to put it out, but I feel like it's very controlled and it really makes my perfectionist tendencies feel very comfortable when I see your art. (laughs) Um, Do you think that that's what you're like in real life?
2: Um, Oh man, that's a very like philosophical question. (laughs) You know, part of that is definitely my graphic designer background. Um, You know, you just get used to measuring things to, like, the tiniest degree and having things be very perfect. Um, I I don't feel like my work is perfect. I like things to be a little quirky or a little off-balance. But I do, um, you know, I use a lot of white space Mm. and I use a lot of color fields. And I'm definitely not into, like, having a bunch of, like really paints all over my page i mean that's what um you know that's what a lot of people do and i think it's cool but like i just can't do that my i would say yeah i would call my style more clean or graphic yeah Um, that's much
1: better words perfect (laughs) i have pregnancy brain so i'm (laughs) a lot of (laughs) (laughs) it I think that your mention of white space is a really good one. There is a lot of white space in your work. And I think Lauren, there's not really white space in your work in terms of pure white, but it still feels like it's a a bit minimalist. So there's so much detail. Yeah. There's so much detail in it, but I'm still attracted to it. And I love minimalism. Um, and I still feel calmed by it. It doesn't feel oh, busy, good. even if there's, even if it's a thing with like a lot of elements on. It doesn't feel busy. Oh, that's good. I was going to ask you if that's intentional, but it's obviously not.
3: <laughs> um. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess I wouldn't like it, like being overwhelming. Like if there was too much, like. <sighs> then it'd be the opposite of like too perfect where you wouldn't pay attention. It'd be like too busy. You wouldn't pay attention to it. So I guess I like it not to be like, like you said, not overwhelming or something, but yeah. Yeah. I guess it's not. Yeah. I never think of it as being minimalist at all. Like I love looking at other people's stuff, but I've, I've tried that or like lots of white space or something. Every once in a while I try just to do like stretch a little bit, but it's like, Oh God, I can't do that.
1: I got to put more stuff on here. (laughs) (laughs) so tell me more about the pieces that you choose and the pieces of shit that you use to stick down is it um do you you, do you collect the stuff over time how do you how do you choose the stuff firstly and how do you choose which ones go together and which ones are going to look good together Well,
3: I've always, I guess I just always loved paper. So I always have piles and piles of paper all over the place and anything that catches my eye. And um, I look at like thrift stores a lot of times and stuff for like old books and things like that. And then we had two relatives that we had to clear out their house and they were both had a lot of... um, well, a lot of vintage stuff, but also a lot of sewing stuff, so I have, like, a lot of, like, old, um, tops of threads, you know, and, um, instruction manuals for sewing machines, just, like, all these little bits and bobs from sewing stuff, so I love that, especially because there were a lot of seamstresses and sewers in my family, and I, I can't, it just scares me, so that's one way to kind of mix this stuff in, but, um, I don't know when I get started on a piece I just start you know flipping through sometimes I have an idea of what I want not always but either way I just start pulling through all the boxes and just make like a huge pile of like anything that I is catching my eye or that I think will go with this idea I have and then you know just get a big pile and then lay it there and start picking through it and seeing what you know what works and what doesn't
2: mm. Yeah, that sounds pretty similar to my, you know, the way that I put stuff together too. And your your thing about going through someone's home that's full of old stuff—that's like my dream. Like, and I have <laughs> dreams about that. Like going to a house and finding like all the best collage material, oh, and then I wake up. Oh, that's too bad.
3: <laughs> well, it might even better if it wasn't like actual relatives and like some of them. Oh my god, my grandmother's house. Like, oh, that was a disaster. So. Like, <laughs>
2: Not so much fun, but there was some good stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's, you know, old stuff, especially for me, old paper, like just the feeling of it, the quality of it. It's so nice to work with. Um, Yeah, and since I, I've really moved a lot towards painting my own paper. That's kind of like the biggest part of my style right now. And yeah, I'd say my process is really similar that if I'm starting to work on something, I just go through all my piles pick out a couple colors or a couple things that might work together and then go from there. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. You mentioned PALs. How do you, how do you <laughs> keep <laughs> everything stored? <laughs> I want to know. Oh, God.
2: <laughs> I was just answering this question the other day, actually. Um, I don't know. I, you know, I go from having just like the worst, most horrible just paper everywhere, all over the place. Then I purge it all. And just, I'm going to be a minimum list. I'm not going to use all this. Stuff. <laughs> and then slowly, like it kind of all treats. It builds back up again. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. It's a never-ending process of mm-hmm. gathering and. Gathering. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, and then you get like everything like put away. I have like all these drawers and stuff, and it's like, okay, try to split it all up, organize all the different stuff, and then I have a big basket on my desk, and it's like, okay, so we'll just keep a little bit in here, and then it just all keeps piling up and piling up. I'm like, I can't even see the desk.
1: <laughs> yeah, I've tried to keep my ephemera in drawers, and then I tried to organize it, but it it oh. just didn't happen. No, nah, it never stays.
2: No. <laughs> I actually kind of it, if I have things too neatly organized, I find it hard to work because if I'm like digging through a giant pile of all kinds of treasures, then that can give me more ideas. Yeah, you, know. you
3: never know what you'll find.
2: Well, exactly. I, oh, maybe I'm looking for some specific picture that I had, and then mm-hmm. oh, I find this other cool piece of paper. Yeah, you know something I clipped out of a magazine. Like oh wow, now I have like even more ideas than when mm-hmm. I. Hmm.
1: Oh, do you have magazine recommendations? Do you guys use, like, new magazines? I don't very much, actually. I always
3: like seeing that in other people's work, but I don't.
2: Every once in a while, I'll go through and find certain things. Um, And I actually a lot of times make photocopies of the books that I'm reading and, Mm -hmm. you know, cut out passages from books and then just kind of tuck them into a box somewhere to find later. Mm -hmm.
1: I like that because then it's kind of like um, it tells a bit of your story and where you've been and what you've yeah. been reading.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm. It's really cool. So, Lauren, I know you also art journal. Uh, Katie, what other ways do you get creative?
3: I haven't done it in a while, but I always love doing photography mm. stuff. Um I haven't done that in a while, but not like, um, not like the technical stuff, but just like really, um, like telling a story and stuff, you know, like I love that.
2: At the moment, I'm really not doing a lot of other things in collage. It's kind of taking up a lot of my, um, just my personal time because I'm so into it right now. Um, but I definitely go in phases. A lot of times I'll make, just make, around Christmas time, I make gifts for people out of spells or I sew the quills. Um, but other than that... Yeah, I mean, and the nice thing about Kalan is it kind of brings a lot of stuff together. Like, oh, I'm down mm. pages, and I'm like hunting at a thrift store, and that's all kind of different hobbies that you can bring together in Yeah, yeah.
1: absolutely. Mm. So I want to talk to you guys about your feelings about two of the biggest barriers to arting, and I think that is time and space. What are your feelings on people not having enough time to create or not having enough space?
2: Well, I can definitely speak to not having enough space (laughs) because for like the past ten years, I was making art at the dining room table, and then the piles of paper would have to get moved anytime. Mm -hmm. So, and uh, we recently moved house, and I finally have my own space, which is nice. It's really, like, I almost don't know what to do with it. (laughs) (laughs) Having, like, this tiny thing that I have to clean up every time. Um, So, I mean, I will say it is possible. It's possible if you don't have your own space. I mean, you have to keep things a little more organized. And you can't have, like, ginormous collections of everything. Um, But, you know... It's possible If you want to do it You can make it happen No matter You know What your space is Yeah
3: mm. Yeah for the longest time I worked like Sitting on my bed You know I'd have everything Like in a small box Like you, like you said You have to have A lot less of everything But it was Yeah
1: Just do it Do you think it changes What you're making Do you think that's Better quality Or worse quality If you're limited
2: well, it limits you in a way because, you know, for the longest time, I really wanted to make like big work, like big drawings or big paintings. And that was just not a reality at all. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that, but working small is fun, too, because it's more portable. And, it, you know, it's easier. It's also easier to photograph and to show when you just have something little rather than when you're working on some giant project. Mm
1: yeah I feel like sometimes being constrained in what I'm making whether it's having less tools less space or um, working from a prompt you know where you've got less open openness to mm-hmm. what you're creating that sometimes sparks something that wasn't there before as well
2: mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, I think definitely. I mean, there's certain ways that, like, I have more space now. And so I've, you know, sort of expanded onto different things that I wasn't able to do before. But there is, I think, something to having constraints that really pushes you in other ways that, mm. you know, like you said, you have these all these parameters. And sometimes that can be very, very interesting.
2: Mm.
1: And what about the Tom thing?
2: Yeah, I was just going to say the same thing with time, too. I mean, um, Making things in smaller amounts of time, like it kind of forces you to make quicker decisions, mm-hmm. which for me can be better because I'm not overthinking mm-hmm. something. So if you think, well, I want to make something today. I've got 20 minutes, like, let's go, let's do it. And then you have something versus if you just have all day, like, i probably like sit around, like looking at Instagram, yeah. blog. but when you have a smaller amount of time, you know, you can kind of focus your energy a little bit better.
3: Yeah. And I always had like, um, like I've been doing lately because I just haven't been getting around to it. So now it's like, okay, after everyone goes to bed, it's just like I have to do something then. And I've been doing that for a couple months now, like forcing myself to take that time, even if I don't want to or whatever. It's just like, again, it, it pushes you to do something. And even if it's something just a few minutes, like Katie said, at least you have at least you have something done. And I've found yeah. the other way, actually, when I'm doing like in little blips of time, I'm actually making things like usually I would do something all in one sitting. But if I have little bits of time, I'm like doing stuff now where it'll take a few days where I'll do it and then come back to it, which is so different for me mm-hmm. to come back to something after a couple of days and just keep adding to it. And that's been really interesting, too.
1: Yeah, I think that the kind of art that you're making when you're working with different time um parameters or space parameters is really gonna influence your work and sometimes in really good ways and sometimes yeah. in really bad ways. <laughs> yeah but I like the the thought of working on a collage piece over a few days and like building up building up mm-hmm. and um, as your mood changes because if you're working on something for five hours straight you're gonna have sort of the same mood but if you do it over yeah. five days you, yeah you're gonna see it's all the not my favorite things.
3: I None. like working in big chunks of time and just yes. like finishing it oh yeah I love mm-hmm. doing that but so this has been really it's been very different but it is whole different stuff comes up and it definitely it, it changes the way you look at it I
2: like mm-hmm. it this is actually giving me an idea like I kind of want to start something and just only let myself work on it for five minutes a day Ooh. Yeah, so like, oh, be coming back and see yeah. how that would progress if you were like I'm going to set a timer every day and like over the course of a week see what something was oh like. yeah do it yeah I definitely want to try that that sounds cool yeah <laughs>
1: I want to do that too. I haven't made anything in so long. I feel like if I give myself five minutes, you know, like I can do five minutes. There's Mm -hmm. no pressure to finish everything. Um, Five minutes I can do, I think. Yeah.
2: Yeah okay good now we all have a project yeah there we go that sounds cool (laughs) Uh,
1: let's talk a bit about your essential supplies besides your pieces of shit that you glue down (laughs) (laughs) what is your favorite glue and what are your favorite scissors
2: okay my favorite glue are these little tape runners um i use a brand called tombo but you can find them all over the place Mm -hmm. um I started using this kind mostly because our local art supply store has them, but I just cannot, I, I can't get gel medium to work for me. It's too messy. And again, maybe it's because yeah. my, like so clean and graphic. Like I just cannot make that work. So these yeah. tape runners, for me, like if I run out, my work is finished. You know, I just go <laughs> without these things. So I started buying like tons recently, so I won't run out anymore.
3: Oh, that's good. Do they really hold up well? I've never tried them like long term.
2: I don't know. I mean, if I was actually making a piece to like sell or Uh put up on my wall, I would probably end up using. They have actually, um, they have like replaceable ones where it's not a permanent stick, and so I probably use that and actually use a different type of glue because. You know, for art journals, it's like, you know, yeah. not really a it matter. I'm not looking for longevity. Um, but for the most part, they seem to hold up to well. Oh, that's cool. Yeah.
1: What do you use, Lauren?
3: I use this, uh, I think it's Aileen's Tacky Glue. It's like a tacky oh. glue. And oh. That's mostly just because, first of all, we had it in the house when I started making collage it. And then it's like... Again, the Mod Podge or gel medium or anything like that. I got to go clean the brushes or whatever. It's like no, I don't. I don't want any obstacles to anything that's going to take any extra time that might put me off from mm-hmm. actually sitting down and doing the work. So
1: this is just—it's fast and it it dries pretty quick too. So. Yeah. So it's got that like um, nozzle at the end, so you don't need to touch it. Right, yeah, just
3: squeeze it out. And um, and I probably use, like, way too much, too, on every single piece. I'm like,
1: shh, but it works. Yeah. I use that um, the gel mat medium sometimes, and I use mostly tape runners, too. But when I use the gel mat medium, yeah, that's what it is. Um, <laughs> I always make such a mess and it changes yeah. what i'm making completely like mm-hmm. it is no longer clean it is no longer controlled it's just messy not like not only the glue but um then i'll also want to put paint with it and make it all smudgy <laughs> you know, it's which is like completely out of my style and i feel like <laughs> every time i try new things my style changes
2: yeah you know that's fine sometimes yeah that's kind yeah. of yeah, it's well, it's just nice to try different things and see mm. if it does or doesn't work for you. Because for so many years, I tried to make gel medium work for me. And then when I finally accepted, okay, this isn't working. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, good. I feel relief. I don't have yeah. to. Yes. Up. I can do it my own way.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But I use a credit card for that. I definitely don't use a brush. Oh, really? I well, used what? a brush once and then I just didn't even remember to clean it. And yeah. So, yeah, credit cards are quite great because then you just um clean it with a wet wipe afterwards. I don't
3: know, that's to not out. too bad. No, yeah, that's my thing. I don't want cleanup. Like, I just yeah. want to throw everything back in the basket, and that's about as much as I can handle. So, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. And for scissors, I, I mean, really, almost anything works. I'm not particular. So, I did once buy this like twenty dollar Martha Stewart pair of scissors. From Michaels or another craft store, and that is probably the best one
1: that I own. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I thought that was going to go the other way. No. <laughs> uh, that's sad that the expensive <laughs> ones are good. They all work though. This one, yeah, my yeah. yeah.
3: I don't use anything special. I just use whatever crappy scissors I can get my hands on. So, and then I just keep going through them really fast and just keep getting new ones.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm very particular with my scissors. I've got six pairs of them and they're all sharp because i can't I can't deal with uh, blunt scissors at all mm-hmm. yeah, although tearing is quite fun. oh yeah, I do that a lot. Mm-hmm. I like that. yeah, okay, if there was someone who's never heard of collage um her first introduction to collage is this chat, what three tips would you give her for her to be able to start collaging tomorrow? And feel good about it. Or rock now. I would just say, just
3: get to it. Just do it. Like, I mean, I know everybody says that and it's just like so cliche, but it's just, you just have to do it. And I like trying everything and like copying other people's style. I mean, obviously not trying to pass it off as your own, but copying stuff sometimes because somebody else has tooken, taken all the the thought process out of it, you can just like work on just like the technique of doing it. And if you're trying all these different styles, you'll eventually find what you like. And especially if you can try to do it like almost every day, because then if you make, because at the beginning, especially, I think you make a lot of stuff that you don't like, or at least mm-hmm. I certainly did yes. like a lot of stuff. This is like, <laughs> what? Ugh. But if you can keep like coming back to it every day then you're going to make more stuff but if you wait till like next week it's, it's like too much pressure then each time to try to make something really good if you know you're just going to be doing it again tomorrow then it's not such a big deal mm-hmm. that you made something really really shitty so <laughs> you can just keep going
2: yeah yeah. I mean I would say this is a note that I wrote myself a while ago and I can't remember exactly what it was but it was like a to-do list and it was have fun make mistakes have more fun get better you know mm-hmm. so that's, that's good
1: yeah. oh i love that you guys are so wise <laughs> thank you so much for chatting to me today Lays. um Um, I think that there's some really great stuff in this episode and I'm so excited for the five minute challenge.
3: Yes. That's going to be really interesting. Mm -hmm. Very
1: challenging. Actually, that's going to be a little bit hard, but that could be really cool. It's five minutes. If it's, it's okay. If it's tough for five minutes, (laughs) you know, like it's, it's, you can handle it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Thanks for talking to me ladies. Um, Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. Goodbye. Hi So Lauren Hooper, what was your favorite bits
0: from the episode? What did you take away from it? I think I loved when they were talking about looking at your work in a different way and how, um, uh, I think the other Lauren was saying to like, hold it up into a mirror or look at it from different angles, turn it upside down, taking pictures on your phone. I definitely think that taking pictures on your phone helps me for sure, but I had never thought about holding it up to a mirror. And so I loved that of just You know, when you're getting stuck with a project, just getting up, walking away, clearing your head and coming back. And it's always so much better. Yeah. And there's such practical tips. You know, you can do that with an artwork right now. I always like the practical tips. Me too. So tell us more about what you're going to do this week.
1: Oh, the five minute collage Okay, so obviously that was my favorite part of it um, But I really like the idea I think in Lost, you have you watched Lost? Oh my gosh, I love Lost Okay, so you know, I think it's the first episode already When Jack is telling Kate about the five minute rule thing that he has or five seconds five seconds yeah yeah when he says you can be complete you can freak out for five seconds and then you get back to everything okay so the idea of being of having five minutes to create so even if you're not feeling good about creating even if you're not feeling inspired you just sit in front of a piece of paper and for five minutes you make art and even if it's like the worst art that you've ever, ever made, it's only five minutes and you can get through it. And at the end of the five minutes, you're going to have something. So I really like this five minutes idea, especially with collage because it's easy.
3: Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah. And the best thing is if it's terrible, then you just cut it up and make it into another piece of collage. That, yeah. I think that's my favorite thing. <laughs> yes. Collage is brilliant. <laughs> so yeah. So I'm going to be doing that this week. Well, I'm so excited. So if you're going to do a five-minute project with us this week, um, make sure you're sharing your pictures on how she creates the hashtag so that we can see them and tagging us at how she creates.
1: Yes, and as always, look at the show notes so you can see more art from the artists, more ways to find out about them, and to get presents from them. Absolutely. We'll
0: see you next week.
1: Thank you for listening to How She Creates. We would love to see how you create. Share with us on Instagram using the hashtag #howshecreates. If you love learning about creativity with us, please leave us a review and subscribe on iTunes. Grab your art supplies and we'll meet you back here next week for another episode
0: of How She Creates.